Yo, what's up? You made it to episode 35 of Muley Stocks. And I want to talk about some shifts that I'm seeing in the shop. I hear all this talk about markets crashing and everything burning to the ground. That's not what I'm seeing. So let's get What's up? Hello. Welcome to Mealy Stocks, episode number 35. I want to say thank you guys for uh, just all your ongoing support and uh, how you guys have been uh, with me from uh, day one. We are uh, part of the Slop Stocks Network, as you guys know. My name is Jamil uh, here in Gainesville, Florida. And let's get into some fun stuff today as we talk about shifts that I'm noticing in the shop and along with the market, you know, uh, just things that as we're changing into 2021 summer, what I'm noticing. Uh, before we get cranking, I want to show you something really cool that's been going on. If you go to YouTube and you literally type in the Dallas Card Show, um, by the way, that's a massive Fatty 101 hit. You guys might want to go check out that that, that handsome fellow right there and, and what he hit. But if you just type in Dallas Card Show, check this out. The May Dallas Sports Card Show. Maybe that shows up on mine because it's, it's my account. But uh, that is our two-part series. We have a part one and a part two. You can see the, uh, the two thumbnails. I'd encourage you to check these out. I'm not going to play the whole thing for you. But, um, yeah, we had some uh, uh, fun times with this one, including a really cool uh, opportunity I had to do, do a, a, a purchase with a guy for some um, Pokemon boxes that we then later sold to whatnot. And uh, a lot of stuff in between. It was just chaotic, as you know. But I, I think a lot of people like it and, and enjoy watching uh, kind of the ins and outs of dealing and at the Dallas Card Show. So go check that out on YouTube. We are the Card Shop Show on YouTube. Go give us a follow if you get a chance and uh, subscribe to it. Enable your notifications so you can see all the good content that we put out. All right, let's get it to today. So um, I'm hearing a lot and I'm watching a lot. It's really funny listening to people. I lost all my money in sports cards. What do I do now? And uh, the end is here <laughs> with sports cards. And I think you're going to always hear that rhetoric with people who just don't know the hobby, who just are not familiar with uh, the way the market, you know, runs. Um, here, here are some things that I've been noticing, and I, and I want to share with you guys and gals today. Um, I want to, I want to make sure that we're we're focused on the word correction versus drop or uh, plummeting, or you know, it, it's all being blown up. We are not seeing a market collapse. We are seeing a market correction uh, simply because everybody for a long period of time was receiving stimulus checks was at home on their computers, um, was were working from home, which gave them more time to be on the internet and not work, uh, and also may have been seeming uh, receiving less money, so we're then trying to find side hustles. And usually when you see that, you notice when you side hustle cards and, 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 and elements of flipping and grading and retail uh, become ways for you to make some money. So I do know we were in a very weird time. We were coming out of it, you know, across the country and across the globe. Uh, prayers still to folks in, in India and, and other places in this world that are not fully out of the, you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, peaks. But what I wanted to say, you know, is, is that, you know, just because you see stuff go down or even trends in a market go down, that doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's going to not rebound. Um, and again, I would say, you know, we're seeing more of a correction, not a down. 
So, uh, you know, it's just part of how this, this sports hobby has evolved. The market has evolved. eBay has evolved. Um, not just eBay, but all the other elements where you can buy and sell cards on now. There are so many different things. I don't even want to go into them all because I feel like I'm just listing off uh, uh, different companies and, and people that are selling cards in whatever capacity. But um, I would just encourage you to think of it that way. So correction versus drop. And a trend that I'm noticing is people, as we're going to that trend, people still want to open cards and be around cards, right? People still want to enjoy ripping packs, uh, that tangibility of rip and, and getting a hit. But what I am noticing is that people are spending more money on less quality. Now hear me out. More money is being spent, but on less quality. And, and, and what I think I'm seeing is that people are buying more of the retail kind of products just to rip and just to get to kind of get some some cards but they're not realizing that their their ability to to get good cards is very diminished with a lot of the retail product um i of course i say that as a hobby shop owner and you can say oh jameel is just saying that because he's a shop owner but if you've been in my store you know that i don't like to carry products that are not worth it right so i don't carry a lot of retail the only times i, I bring retail owners when i'm buying them from somebody else not making really much of a margin on it because we don't receive retail allocations. I don't know why people get that confused. Hobby shops don't get them. Um, and I I, uh, I I have them for people to buy. But what's the problem is, is that people are spending 30, 50, 70, 100 on mega boxes, 150, 200, 250. And, and they're not really getting anything, you know, of substance out of it. Whereas on some of the hobby alternatives, at least you're guaranteeing yourself certain hits, specifically autographs and numbered cards and things of that nature so i would just i would i would kind of watch that especially as you go into sh stores and shows you know if you're just flocking to the retail for the rips that stuff will eventually you know mount up and 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 and, and come to an amount of money that you realize hey maybe i could have used this 300 bucks instead of four blasters it could have gotten much better for it with a hobby box just something to consider um as a trend i'm noticing and i get it i see why because hobby wax is so expensive and that's why I say, well, if it's so expensive, don't go to the alternative, which is poor or harder to hit wax. Maybe move into breaks or buying stuff that you know you want, randomization and breaks, things of that nature, and playing that kind of odds odds game if it is a waxing that you're interested in. Um, what I uh, what I also notice is that a lot of the loudest voices right now uh, in in the hobby collapse that they're saying and market drops and you know, uh, the atomic bomb has been dropped. In that, I'm noticing that the people who are saying that are not really sports card people or not really card people who have been in the business for a long time. Uh, I would say they're non-card folks. I would say they're people who um, may have only been in this for the quick flip, may have only been in this because it's the flavor of the day, and they just don't understand the hobby. Um, don't worry. Don't worry about that. I've said it once and I've said it maybe a thousand times. Sometimes the loudest voices in, in almost all aspects of collecting or even the country that we live in, sometimes the loudest voices have the worst advice. <laughs> sometimes the loudest voices are the most confused. But because they have a following, uh, they, 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 they garnish a reaction. So be mindful of that during this time. I'm just trying to help people who are out there. Um, again, I'm not saying hold every single card that you have. Maybe it's time to move on from some stuff, liquidate some stuff, uh, make something uh, 
you know, into into something else, uh, trading out of some stuff. I think it could be that time for a lot of you who have been holding. Um, but just just keep that in mind. Uh, another thing that that I think I'm seeing as a shift, as we see this kind of correction in the market, is the uh, the element of grading changes. And what I mean by that is 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 that we now have multiple grading sources and grading avenues and you have to navigate this quite well I, I know I'm I'm on the other side of it right I'm I'm grading stuff all the time I'm watching stuff I'm watching markets but now Beckett today right as of uh, June 2nd has announced that they are uh, no longer accepting any submissions outside of their uh, highest level which is kind of what PSA just did so they're trying to catch up um, their premium level of course thing is 250 or 300 bucks so Beckett now is in this place where they'll be halting. And so now we don't have Beckett or PSA for about two months. I'm going to say until about the national time, which is very, very, very interesting, right? Thinking about that, you cannot submit to the two major grading companies that we've known for the longest time. Those two companies, we can't even submit cards to, unless they are, of course, to the premium services. So you're left with SGC, CSG, CGC, um, HGA, and I'm going to leave it at those three. I'm not going to delve into the other ones. Uh, I don't really want to talk about HGA, to be honest, but um, you have those three grading companies who um, are putting out grades and, and slabs and things of that nature. I think SGC probably being the third or the, the number one in that, and I think CSG, CGC coming in behind them. Um, but again, you have these grading companies, so now navigating the market for understanding what grading scale they're using, but not just what they're using, but the value retention of what a CSG to a, a PSA slab is or an SGC to a BGS slab is. Really trying to understand that, that network of things. Um, you know, you're always welcome to reach out to us on our social platforms on Insta or, or Twitter or TikTok or um, email. Um, we can try and answer those questions for you if you have them. Again, we're only short. We only have a, a team of so many, so it gets a little tricky. But I would encourage you to do your homework in understanding the, the, the intricacies and the nuances between the companies and also the value retention. A great way to do that is to take a card like a Tatis update, right, Chrome, and then look at what a PSA 10 does versus a BGS 9.5 versus an SGC 9.5 versus an SGC 10 versus a CSG 10 versus a CSG 9.5 so that you can kind of understand where those things are and every sport and every kind of item differs. But um, I do I, I would encourage you to check that out. So I do see that kind of as a shift in that people are handling all sorts of different slabs. They have all sorts of different slabs in the in their trading repertoire, in their grading, you know, in their boxes and how they, they look at cards now. And then of course when you open packs or you buy or obtain single cards, then determining where do I send those cards for grading, knowing all the stipulations with Beckett and PSA right now. So uh, interesting shift and something that I think we should watch and you should be mindful of. Take take note and see which company might become that emergent uh, company. It looks like SGC and CSG are those two companies at the moment. So we'll see kind of you know how that pans out. And then lastly, uh, a shift that I'm seeing in in shop with this market correction, not market drop, right? See, I'm, not, I'm, I'm mentioning that is that uh, I'm still seeing new folks come into the shop. Like a lot of people think, oh man, you know, now that it's dropped and all this stuff, everyone's out. That's not the case. Um, at card shows, in our card shop, and what I've been talking to other owners is that they're finding 
a lot more people are coming back to the shops. A lot of fathers and sons, mothers and sons and daughters, uh, you know, families coming, getting involved, uncles and grandparents, which I love seeing, right? That's the heart of what we what we do with the card shop. But but seeing that, and, and I want you to understand that there is an excitement and there is a, uh, a tangibility to that um, in terms of people ripping, trading, being excited, telling other people about it, that you can't, like, you can't just say that doesn't exist. Um, and you can't say that's not healthy because it is. It's extremely healthy. So um, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm really excited to see the future. Um, in some ways, I'm excited you know, for the shop because now wax prices have come down a little bit, which gives people more opportunity to buy boxes and open boxes, which is always exciting and fun when we do breaks, personal breaks. Mealy Pops breaks is a big thing we do on Instagram and Facebook, and we're moving to whatnot in some ways. We're going to do some single card sales over there too. Um, it's just another way for people to engage in the hobby and you can't be mad and upset with that. So I would say this to recap is that the market has definitely corrected. It has not dropped. It's corrected. Um, uh, there may be some more drop that's going to happen and there may be some more in terms of correction that we'll see. Um, but, but it'll be interesting to watch and, and see how it plays out. A lot of big things going on with basketball. Watch the basketball products, obviously with the playoffs going on. Uh, the Lakers tonight lost. They're down 3-2. So let's see how that pans out. Let's see how the LeBron market pans out. Let's see how the East you know, pans out with Giannis and the Bucks looking really strong, as well as the Nets. Who knows what's going to happen with that. We're going to have a, a new champion this year. Um, and then, uh, and then you, know, you have things like the NHL playoffs going on. You have things like baseball getting to midseason form. Uh, you have NFL training camp starting. NFL um, uh, just kind of forming which is great. And then, of course, Euro 2021, which for the soccer market, I'm not sure if you guys are paying attention to it, Euro 2021 is going to be a big deal. A lot of people are going to watch it. A lot of people are going to become fans of certain players on certain teams because they're going to perform well. Uh, Ronaldo is going to be on the biggest scene again. Mbappe will be on the biggest stage again. Uh, you're going to see you know, young talent from other countries, the young England squad. Um, so a lot of things will be very interesting to that and how it parallels the cards. And then lastly, of course, this week we have some new releases. Uh, coming out. The biggest one that I think that people most enjoy will be uh, Top's Finest 2021 Baseball, which releases on Friday. You're going to have Chronicles Soccer from Panini and Top's Bundesliga Tier tier 1 as well from Top's, which is a very interesting product uh, to say the least. And then, of course, Panini Baseball will be coming out. And I think that might be it. I may be missing, I may be missing one, so I apologize if I am. But uh, a lot of fun things going on. A lot of new products out in the market. And... Uh, I just encourage you guys, enjoy this hobby, share it with folks, tell other people about it, and uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Uh, other good news is the National was announced. looks like it's going to happen in July, so we will be there. I know Slapstocks and the whole team will be there. Uh, Mealy Pops will be there in full force, so can't wait to see you guys this summer. And until I see you for episode 36, have a good one, and I'm out.